Congress is likely to go along with most of what the Pentagon is asking for in fiscal 2020. That will include acquisition of new copies of weapons and development of new platforms. Senior Bloomberg government reporter Travis Tritton has done some digging into the specifics of the Space Force. And he joins me now. Travis, good to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's always good to have someone with two T's as their initials, you know, besides me. And Space Force is, I guess, less than nascent, but still not really fully formed yet. What do you see happening with it in 2020? Right. Well, right now it's just a plan by uh, the Pentagon. They've put together this plan. They've sent it over to Congress. And I think there's just a big question mark over what you know lawmakers are going to do with this. Uh, there are some skeptics on the Hill. There are some supporters. And we're just not quite sure at this point how it's going to play out. Because there is, as you report, $14.1 billion in spending on space now, but only $72 million for the Space Force headquarters. So it sounds like they haven't resolved yeah. how this is all going to work within themselves yet. Right, yeah. And that larger spending figure, I think it represents this new focus that the military has on space. You know, there's a lot of concern about Russia and China, their ability to target our military and commercial satellites. Um, and so what you see, that $72 million for this Space Force, it would just uh, be a beginning. You're looking at a $2 billion price tag down the road. But what they're hoping to do this year is just get it started and set up the headquarters for the Space Force. And where will the headquarters be? As I understand it, it's going to be something that is a component still of the Air Force. That's right, right. The, the plan that the Pentagon has settled on would uh, put the Space Force inside the Department of the Air Force. So it would be similar to the Marine Corps, which sits inside the Department of the Navy. And where this is going to be located, it looks like Space Force is going to be here in the Pentagon, at least for now. Um, there are some other space components that they're working on, like U.S. Space Command, and there's still big questions over whether where they're going to locate the, the, that. Um, and there are states and there are lawmakers that are very interested in getting that in their state, you know, Florida, Colorado. Yeah, Space Command sounds like an old Zenith television set. The question is, I guess, do they have a clear sense of what each of these components will actually do once they are fully set up? Yeah, they do. Um, you know, the Space Force is going to be the central military service, and it's going to focus on space. Um, and, you know, we didn't have that, um, and we don't have that right now. This would be the first new military service since 1947. So it would draw in all of the personnel in the military uh, that deal with space now, and it would focus on that domain. And then you would have a separate U.S. Space Command, which would be an operational command. So if there are military operations or if there's a war, it would coordinate all of those operations and personnel, similar to, you know, we have U.S. Central Command that oversees, you know, the wars in the Middle East. And then thirdly, you would have a space development agency. And this is a new uh, body that the Pentagon has created that would uh, foster innovation. And its, its first um, task is creating this new sensor layer in the low Earth orbit. Now, the Air Force has responsibility currently for getting space assets into space. Sometimes they don't quite make it. We learned last year, but there's also so those space assets help U.S. operations. What about the kinetic idea of space warfare? Because that's something that several reports have worried that China itself is pursuing, and that the United States might not be up to that task at this point. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And the Defense Intelligence Agency had a, issued a report recently. 
um, you know, looking at these new capabilities that Russia and China are developing, and basically they're looking at putting, you know, weapons on the ground and in space that could target um, these U.S. satellites. And these satellites are, are really vital, not just to military operations. You know, if you're fighting a war overseas, you need them for command and control to be able to see where you're fighting and how you're fighting. Um, but they're also key to, you know, us as civilians in the United States, right? Uh, every day we use these satellites like GPS on our phones um, to do all kinds of things, a whole range of tasks. And if China and Russia could knock them out, it could really disorientate the uh, military and also, um, you know, us here at home. We're speaking with senior Bloomberg government reporter Travis Tritton. And so there would be a Space Force, Space Command, and the Space Development but is it all part of the Space Force ultimately, or would it be scattered still? Right, yeah, these would be uh, separate entities. And, and so the, the Pentagon is already moving forward with the uh, Space Command and with the Space Development Agency. These are things that it can do um, on its own, pretty much. It's going to need funding through Congress. But the Space Force, because it is a brand-new branch of the military, Congress needs to authorize that. And that's why we're going to see this political fight centering in on the Space Force. And also, you know, there's going to be a fight over this because President Trump has made this kind of a, um, you know, one of his core issues. You know, he's touted it at rallies and uh, that draws a lot of attention and that really focuses the politics on this. Sure. It's almost like space wall here. And what's your sense of the acceptance to date, anyhow, in Congress? You know, it, it's it's hard to gauge. I think um, right now people are focusing in on the House and the House Armed Services Committee. Um, the uh, new Democrat chairman, Adam Smith, of that committee has been a real skeptic. Um, but lately, um, you know, his comments have been kind of across the board. He said that the proposal the Pentagon has seems to be, um, you know, could be reasonable, but he's also said he's going to rewrite it. Um, you know, uh, Representative Jim Cooper, who is uh, one of the early proponents of a military space command, he said that he thinks there's a good opportunity for a compromise in, in the House with this Pentagon plan. So we're just going to have to see how this plays out. Supposing there is a space force and Congress approves it, has the Pentagon said anything about whether it'll have a football team or a song or that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, there there won't be a service academy. Uh, specifically for, for the Space Force. We know that. But, you know, there, there are a lot of questions uh, like that. You know, what type of uniforms are they going to wear? Uh, what's the rank structure going to be? How are they going to promote people? And uh, these are important, really are important questions, especially to the military. It's just at this point we're too early in the process to have any good answers for it. Sure, their biggest challenge might be preventing widespread adoption of the term space cadet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There have been plenty of jokes and memes, uh, trust me. Travis Tritton is a senior reporter at Bloomberg Government. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Listen to the Federal Drive anytime you want by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.